are listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse, recorded here at the Plano Chamber office located in Legacy Texas Business Center. I'm Lamont Thomas, 2019 board chair of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Lisa Smith, 2019 board chair elect of the Plano Chamber. Let's introduce you to today's guest. Jamie Shell is the CEO and owner of AR Shell and Sun Insurance Agency, also known as the Shell Agency. The Shell Agency is a third-generation, family-owned, independent insurance agency that has been serving Texas residents since 1930. Jamie Shell is a previous Plano Chamber Board Chairman and has been honored with awards including the Collin County Volunteer Center's Andre Davison Spirit of Volunteerism Award, as well as the Plano Chamber Small Business Person of the Year and Citizen of the Year Awards. Please join us in welcoming Jamie Shell. Thank you, Lamont and so, Lisa. So, Jamie, let's start things off by having you tell our listeners a little bit about your business. Can you give us a brief overview of what you do at AR Shell and Son Insurance Agency? Sure, Lamont, you bet. I'd be happy to. Uh, we're an independent insurance agency, which means we have uh, we represent a number of different insurance companies, not just one. Uh, our our founder, my gra- my grandfather, started the business back in the 1930. Uh, so we're in our 90th year in business, and as such, we're the oldest uh, insurance agency, and actually, I think the oldest business in Plano, and the oldest insurance resource in Collin County. Now, that only get you halfway to a cup of coffee. Uh, but uh, as such, we, uh, we hire experienced people. In fact, uh, we have nobody on staff currently with less than 25 years experience in the insurance industry. So we, we really um, value experience in both uh, and knowledge in the insurance industry as well as uh, customer relations. And uh, we do everything. Uh, we wear all hats. We uh, do residential insurance, home, auto, umbrella, boats, life. We do commercial or business insurance, all forms. And uh, we also do benefits for businesses with 10 or more employees. So the insurance business runs in your family. You mentioned your grandfather started the business, but your father, mm-hmm. Alex Shell, was a council member and was a longtime Rotary member with, with perfect attendance. And, and in fact, the Shell Insurance Agency is the longest serving member of the Plano Chamber. And the agency uh, has been a member since 1945. Right, yes. That's really incredible. Yeah, in fact, my grandfather was one of the founders of the chamber back in 45. And of course, there was a Plano Chamber going way back in time, but they uh, reconstituted it, I guess, in 1945 and 46. And he was a founding member, and in fact, uh, the first recipient of the Citizen of the Year, which uh, wasn't politically correct back then in 1951, and they called it Man of the Year. So thankfully, we've changed that and corrected that <laughs> in the uh, succeeding years. But uh, And we've always valued our membership in the, in the Plano Chamber. It's uh, served us well, and we hope we've served the Chamber well. Well, so did you know you'd always, always oh join the gosh, family business? No. Uh, I can remember, you know, having a discussion with my mom and dad when I was in junior high, and it was, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, a race car driver, of course. And uh, then when I got to high school, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, anything but an insurance agent. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but thankfully, I ended up where I did. I got a degree 
from SMU and in business and with a concentration in finance and real estate, not insurance. Uh, they actually only had one professor in insurance, so there wasn't a broad curriculum uh, to teach insurance at SMU. But I got uh, that degree in, in finance and real estate when I graduated. 79, uh, 80 weren't great periods for commercial real estate in the Dallas area. And of course, in finance and banking, um, if, you, if you were here back then, Plano had in 1980, I think, 20 or 21 financial institutions, savings and loans and banks, and only one survived, and that was Plano uh, Bank and Trust. And just a side story on that, my grandfather was a founder of Plano Bank and Trust back in 63. And of course, it was Plano National Bank before it became Plano Bank and Trust, so it had a national charter. And then my father was uh, the longest serving board member on that, uh, on that bank. Right, and Plano Bank and Trust is Legacy Texas it to is. today. Yeah, it's Legacy today. Texas Bank, today. soon to be something else. Yes, that's right. So, Jamie, the Shell family has been very instrumental in the growth of Plano from a business perspective. In those, I'm just imagining sometimes in those conversations with your dad and maybe your granddad at the table, they shared some of their vision of what Plano could be. Can you share some of those stories that you may guys you guys may have had at the dinner table? And and if they you look at Plano today, is it anywhere near what they thought Plano could be? Uh, that's a that's a great question, Lamont. I don't know if they had uh, if they could foresee the future that far out. Uh, my granddad was mayor for eight terms from 1932 to 48, and Plano was a tiny place then. But they really set the foundation for the for the growth that was to come. Uh, my grandfather was the lone representative to the what became the North Texas Municipal Water District, and our first and, and only uh, representative for several years on that before my father succeeded him. And, uh, and water has kind of been a, um, a theme in our family uh, for several generations. It was a big issue when my great-grandfather, Fred Schimmelfinnig, was mayor back at the turn of the century, uh, kind of changing over from city well water to a more uh, sustainable resource. And then my grandfather, uh, who uh, helped with other community leaders in surrounding communities, uh, found the um, Lake Levon Reservoir to provide our water, and then uh, North Texas Municipal Water District that followed. So I don't know if they could foresee the growth that we've got now, certainly, but um, I, they helped lay the foundation for that in a big way. Uh, my, my granddad died when I was seven, so my conversations with him were more about watching gun smoke or something, right? right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did have good conversations with my dad, and he served in a number of different capacities, civic capacities, volunteer uh, capacities. And, um, and one of those things that he served on for a number of times was to uh, chairman of the Water and Sewer Committee for the Capital Improvements Program for the city of Plano. In fact, uh, when I got to co-chair, the last capital improvements program where we had volunteers from the city of Plano, and we had 1,400 that year. He served as one of our, our co-chair, or helper co-chairs on the Water and Sewer Committee. Um, so I got to work with him in that capacity, in a volunteer capacity, and it was very meaningful to me. That's impressive. Well, A.R. Shell and Son Insurance Agency is located in what is one of the most iconic buildings in historic downtown Plano. For our listeners who may not be familiar, 
It's located on the corner of 15th Street and J Avenue, and it's a beautiful white Art Deco building with black stripes down the front. Can you tell us a little bit more about the history of the building? Hey, I'd be happy to. Um, it was, you know, the downtown really developed back in the mid-1800s, but it went through a series of great fires that burned down one side or the other of the entire downtown. So our building was last rebuilt in, after the 1895 fire that destroyed much of downtown, and uh, and it was not built in an Art Deco um, genre back then. Obviously, it had you know nice brick details and looked very period specific back then. And it was a bank on the bottom floor, a Plano National Bank actually. And on the top floor was the IOOF Lodge, and that's the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, which no longer is around, at least in, in Plano. And so it was, one interesting thing is that the bank maintained a separate title from the IOOF Lodge, which you, you don't see today, and the IOOF Lodge was called the Sky Title. So they were in charge of maintaining the roof, and the bank was in charge of maintaining the foundation. Of course, there's nothing to be done with the foundation, so the guys in the IOOF Lodge had to pay to do the roof every few years, right? So in 19... My granddad and my dad bought the building, the lower part of the building from the bank back in 1957, the year I was born. And they occupied that, and we've been in that ever since. And we bought the upstairs in 1984 from the IOOF Lodge because um, they had lost a lot of members and they were no longer maintaining the roof. And in fact, it was not just coming through the roof, but it was coming through the floor and into our lower floor. So we bought that from that them and restored it. and. Uh, did that back in 1984, and then in 94, we uh, renovated the upstairs and have been leasing it out. But it's got a lot of history. One thing that people may not know is that um, when it was a bank back in the 1920s, uh, it's where the first police officer was shot and killed, unfortunately, Green Rye. And uh, so that's one of the darker sides to our building. But everything else has been positive and upbeat. Including the growth of, I guess, the revitalization of downtown. So have you seen yeah. that where people were leaving for the suburbs and now you start seeing a growth and development of downtown. People are moving back to a downtown and not realizing that Plano has a vibrant downtown area. Oh, it does. Uh, I mean, it's been phenomenal to watch Lamont because um, we've been down there so long. So we've seen the evolution and, and you know, the new businesses, the new restaurants come in and it's... Uh, it's really been great for us because no longer do we have to get in our car and drive across town to go eat a good meal. <laughs> in fact, we've got uh, a new Asian uh, sushi fusion restaurant going in right next door to us. It'll open, I think, on Monday. Um, so, yeah, with, the, with what's been going on downtown, it's just been great. It's been great for the residents, and we're getting close to 1,000 units, apartments, and townhomes downtown now. Uh, and it's been great for the businesses because it uh, revitalizes them and attracts new unique businesses that um, cater to the needs of the of the people living downtown. So uh, we welcome it. Uh, we were kind of on the leading edge, I would say. Uh, back in 1984, we were the first building to renovate and then the Plano Masonic Lodge followed right after us. And, and soon after, um, New businesses started coming in, development uh, through the TIF program that's been in existence for 15 years uh, has helped uh, 
finance some of that as well. And uh, yeah, it's been great. Wonderful. We have more questions for Jamie about his career and community involvement, but first let's take a quick break. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're here with Jamie Shell, owner of AR Shell and Son Insurance Agency. Thanks again for joining us today, Jamie. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate the invitation to join you. So, Jamie, you've been in the insurance business for a lot of years. What's the one thing that you <laughs> wish the average person on the street knew about the insurance industry? That we're really good people. There you go. <laughs> you can relate to <laughs> that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, we've been around for a long time, like you said. I've been in the business for 40 years, our agency for 90 years. And uh, as an independent agency, um, one thing I think some people don't realize is we represent more than one carrier uh, for all products, whether it's business or residential or benefits. And so um, we work hard to you know, find out the specific needs of that client, be it a, a resident, a homeowner, or a business, uh, and then try to tailor the program to meet their needs with the appropriate carrier and, and pricing. On the resident side, I would say one of the most recent things to come around, and, and it's really come about because of all the hail uh, storms we've had the last three years, is the cosmetic damage exclusion on roofs. So especially if you have a metal roof, um, it comes into play because if the hail's not large enough to damage the roof, but it does do some cosmetic damage. Many insurance companies rider that out and will not pay for it. Uh, if it does damage, obviously they'll pay to replace the roof. Uh, on the uh, commercial side, I would say that probably um, the thing that is becoming a huge issue is cyber liability. And I think a lot of businesses, especially smaller businesses, don't realize the importance and the need for having that coverage in place. Uh, many retail businesses think that their credit card company protects them, and it does to an extent, but it's still on the retailer if there is a breach of confidentiality of customer records. It's still on the retailer to uh, be out the expense to notify all those clients. If they only have a small client pool, it's not a big cost, uh, but most real retailers uh, have a larger client pool, and the average cost to notify is around $200. So um, it's not just a simple email. So, so those are the two things I would bring up. And then on the benefit side, I would say the alternate funding uh, program, um, getting away from the, the typical PPO, HMO products, but incorporating PPO products into that alternate funding arrangement is, uh, is a pretty hot topic now. So as a follow-up to that, the average person thinks insurance is just a necessary evil. But can you talk about how people really should start thinking about that as, in some case, an asset or how they should be really utilizing that and not waiting for a catastrophic event, but there are things along that premium. With that premium, there's value there. And talk to some of those values that they should be looking at and how to proactively use their insurance. You bet. Lamont, that's a great question because um, now with the advent of buying online, and of course they you know, clients have been able to buy online from uh, Geico or USAA for many years, and both those companies do a good job. Uh, but now you can buy online from you name it. Um, and I think a lot of people think of insurance as more of a commodity. Uh, you know, go to the filling station, fill up my car with gas, I'm good to go. 
till the next fill up, right? Um, but that's not always the case. The more complex your needs, whether you're a homeowner or you're a business, um, you really need somebody helping you know, find out all the details of your situation and customizing a program of insurance that best meets your needs. And it may be a coverage issue, it may be limits, it may be deductibles, um, you know, and you don't know that until you get into it. And talking to a 1-800 number, you're really talking to more of a customer service person than an insurance counselor. So I would just caution people, you know, if your needs are simple, yeah, that may be right for you. If you're fresh out of college, you're in your 20s, your 30s, that may be okay. Uh, but the more complex your needs, you definitely need a, an insurance advisor to help you with that. Thank you. Good advice. Well, we've talked a lot about business today, but we want to know more about Jamie Shell, the man. In addition to running a successful business, you've been a dedicated community volunteer in Plano for years. Boy Scouts of America, Plano Rotary Club, Medical City of Plano Board, Texas Association of Business, and we could go on and on and on. All these organizations have been touched by your service. What is it that drives you to be so involved in our community? Well, uh, thank you, family. Um, my my great-grandparents moved here in 1878, and uh, it started really with my with, with them. Uh, my great-grandmother had the first lending library. That was Fred and L.E.R. Schimmelfinnig, so you're probably familiar with the Schimmelfinnig Library. Uh, she actually had a lending library out of their house, which was in Old Downtown. And uh, Fred was uh, a mayor for three terms back at the turn of the century. Then my granddad was the longest-serving mayor from... 1932 to 48, and my dad was um, mayor pro tem back in the 60s until my grandfather passed away, and he got off council to focus on family and business. And uh, and so they kind of started the ball rolling for me, um, and I just wanted to follow in their footsteps and give back to the community. And I think um, you're the same way. Civic involvement gives you a lot of satisfaction. You meet a lot of great people. Uh, as you well know, and, um, and it's very rewarding. It takes time, uh, and it takes time away from family and business at times, but it's very rewarding, and I, and I think you also become a good role model for your children as well. Absolutely. And I always say you, you always get more back than what you give. You, you do. You certainly so, do. Well, so in all those years of service, is there one particular uh, service project or organization you worked with that stands out more than the others? No, nah, that's that's hard to say. I would say on the volunteer side, um, probably the most rewarding uh, for me was Journey of Hope uh, Grief Support Center, where they are a support network for families and especially focused on kiddos who have lost a sibling, a parent, or even a grandparent. And uh, and uh, serving on that board and helping them out has uh, has been very rewarding. Uh, from a civic side, uh, my experience on the Plano Chamber was extremely rewarding and a lot of fun. I know you guys consider it work right now because you're in the midst of it, but it's also a lot of fun. Um, and uh, also, I would say also from a civic standpoint, uh, serving as the co-chair of that uh, capital improvements bond program with Sue Whitehurst, who is also a chairman of the, of the uh, Plano Chamber was very rewarding, especially working with 1,400 citizens over the course of a year. Um, I kind of wish we'd go back to that model. It was a lot of, it was neat. It was a great model. Uh, also very complicated to try to round up that many people and, and actually organize the meetings. But 
it was a fun process that took a year and then we rolled it out and of course had the election in 91 i think so jamie individuals like yourself who are very authentic in their commitment to the community don't do it for the rewards or the recognition you do it because there's driven purpose in in the work and the satisfaction comes from that but in 2012 you were recognized as Plano Chambers Citizen of the Year. And ironically enough, your grandfather received the award, the first award of that uh, honor. What did that feel like? I guess the first uh, reaction was it's very humbling. It's, uh, it was a big surprise. <laughs> I didn't expect it. Uh, it was a, certainly a nice surprise. But, yeah, it's very humbling, especially to join my granddad, who was, like you said, the first recipient of that award. My, my dad, who received the uh, Special Award of Merit in 1986. Uh, and all the great people I consider uh, you know, to be wonderful community servants uh, who had received it before me and, and since. Um, so, yeah, if there was one word I could attach to it, it would be humbling. I could have guessed that word, yeah. knowing you and just talking to you, I could have guessed that that would have been the word you've used. And just to follow up to that, as you think about legacy, and we all do that, we reach a certain point, we think about legacy, especially as we have kids, grandkids, we start thinking, what's that legacy? And the legacy that's established before you with your grandfather and, and great-grandparents and your father, what do you see as being your legacy? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I've thought about my kids coming into the business, but they're all kind of going their same, uh, their uh, own individual ways. And and that's a good thing. That's I think that's very healthy. Um, you probably don't know, but I have triplets. So three's my lucky number. They're all the same age. They all had the same group of friends growing up, went to the same school, had the same classes, all that stuff. And once I got to college, they decided to go off on their own and separate and kind of grow academically, socially, et cetera. So that's been a great experience for them. And um, they're going in a different direction than insurance. (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling. You might be able to relate to that, yeah. Uh, And so I have a son who graduated last year from the Air Force Academy, and he's in pilot training up in Oklahoma. And I have a daughter who just got her master's in accounting from uh, University of Missouri. And she's already hired on with a regional firm up in Colorado, and we'll start that pretty soon. And I have a daughter in graduate school down at UT uh, who's studying special education and will become board certified as a behavior analyst and hopes to move to Colorado. And you're probably saying, why Colorado? They love to snow ski. So that was the, uh, the big draw for them. And a good place to go visit for you. Uh, a great place. Yeah, we love that. Well, before we wrap up, Share with us a little more about what you like to do when you're not working or volunteering, which sounds like takes up most of your time. But in other words, what does Jamie Shell like to do for fun? Oh, I love family activities. Uh, Jane and I love spending time with the kids, whether it's, you know, at a beach, any beach, uh, or doing water sports activities, um, water skiing, wakeboarding, whatever, on our boat, um, or going snow skiing. I mean, that's been kind of our standard family vacation since the kids were in kindergarten. And uh, it's just a, a great activity. Great. Yeah, our it's fa- either volunteering family. or doing family exactly. stuff. Exactly. Our yeah. family loves skiing as well. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. Jamie, we're so glad you joined us and shared so much about your life and about Plano's history and your business. So thank you again. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you for being our guest today, Jamie. We're currently seeking sponsors for the second season of the Plano Pulse podcast. Get your business in front of our listeners by contacting the Chamber. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. 
Please let us know what you think. Download the Plano Chamber app for easy listening. Share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. 